You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. And welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Women's Football Show. I'm Scott McPike. It's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. Really excited to welcome this week Tommy Penenskis to the show. Tommy, welcome to the show from Jack's Media. How are you doing? It's a pleasure. I'm good, thanks very much, and thanks for having us on. No, it's a pleasure. Thanks for accepting the invite. We obviously, it's. I don't think I would get I'll get as much women's football results and help if it wasn't for yourself. So, first of all, thank you for that. Oh, not a problem at all. We're always happy to help. We're here to promote the women's game. Yes, that's, that's why we do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's and always as well. Like it's great for like sites like yourself, obviously, to just kind of results are obviously top for leagues, but a lot of kind of youth action as well. How tell us about a bit, Jack's media, and how you kind of started it and what obviously the kind of purpose of it is because it's really it, it's always really good. It's like my go to for women's football. Mm-hmm. Well, we started it um seven years ago in the day. Um Jax was at the SWF, she was working for them, doing pretty much similar to what she's doing now, um, but they dispensed her services, and she was like, well, what do I do now? When I worked, at, I was um, one of the directors there as well, and I had worked there the year previous, and uh, she said to me, well, what do we do now? And I said, well, I've got time, so, you know, we just created Jax MC Media, and the reason we did it was because there wasn't the service there at that mm-hmm. time. Um, there are one or two others that have come along now, and that's that's absolutely great, you know what I mean? Because um, the more the, the scores and things get out there, the better. Um, obviously, there's some of the scores that you'd rather not put up, but um, that's covered with the social media policy, which we stick to, you know? Mm-hmm. I wish a lot of the places would stick to the social media policy for the youth. Um, but anyway, I'm digressing. So we started it from there. Um, it was just simply on Twitter. It was just going to be like, you know, um, promoting the game. And that, that's all it started off with. And then, you know, we get people start sending in the scores. And we're like, okay, and we, you know, as you go on seven years, you do make contacts. Mm-hmm. So we're now at the stage where we can, you know, offer IT help. We can offer um, admin help. We, we send out photographers, videographers, everything. And we'll do it for free. Um, we pay for it all. Nobody else gives us money for it. Which is it's something that we've done seven years is a long time to do that, you know. Um, but you know, we've kind of stayed away from advertising. We we do get offers of advertising, um, but at this moment we are no accepting them because we do it, it's our hobby. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? yeah. It's a big hobby, but it's, it's our hobby, yeah. No, absolutely. It's, I mean it's really good. It's, as you say, putting time into things. I know myself obviously how hard it is, but it's a it's it's a hobby and it's something we we all enjoy and obviously promoting the women's game is something that I think we're all we're all keen to do and and we see it all kind of thriving as of now. How much have you seen kind of women's football grow in that kind oh, of seven my, years since you started? Well, massively because I I've been involved and in, so has Jacks in football for a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning there was like girls and boys teams. That was pretty much it. In fact, we're not allowed to play football at school with the boys' teams. And I saw that changing um, to, to the stage where they're, they're getting, the girls are now playing in boys' teams. However, Scottish schools have come along and they're doing a brilliant job, but they're having girls' teams and, you know, and uh, 
You've got um, boys and girls club for Scotland as well, who are also doing international games as well. And that, that means that the kids that maybe don't get packed up for nationals can go along onto them and, and they actually play against Wales and England and, and they have a great, great time. And they also get capped as well, you know, mm -hmm. and, and they love it. You can always see the photographs always come in and we first put them up, love it. Um, so as I, it's really, really good, you know. The changes in the game um, dramatically went up when Scotland went to France. Um, that was just massive. That, everything, it was going up slowly. There was numbers there. They went there, boom. Everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh, girls can play football now. You still have a, a hardcore of people, I'm not going to say men because it's not always men, who don't like the idea that girls and women play football. And that's just... It's naiveness on their part, you know. They don't, they don't obviously watch it. I mean, I watch guys football, I watch women's football, I mean, watch guys football. I'm sitting there half the time going, Well, you just get up. When you that wouldn't happen in a women's game, just get up. You know what I mean? And and you know, do we teach them to win a fill? And I hear that on in the commentary. Oh, he's just won a fill and he's won a fill. You know, in the girls' game, it's like she just swiped her right. That's a fill. There's a difference. That's a key difference. It just seems like girls just want to get up on it and play the football and they're more interested in all the rest of it, you know. And I think that's a breath of fresh air. If you any, especially the youth games, and you see that the like, you know, five, six, seven year olds coming through. I've actually saw some of the girls who are playing in the Premier League. I saw them playing when they were like 11, 12, and 13. So I it's massively come on because the pathway is now there. It's proven because you, you just need to look at like Spartans, you've got Robin McCaffrey, yeah, you've got um, so many, I can go through them all, you know, Ellen Clackers at Glasgow City. Mm -hmm. From youth, she played the boys team um, when she was like seven. Mm -hmm. And and she was she went in goals because there was nobody else. Now she's at Glasgow City goal team. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what, what the opportunities that they've got. And, you know, she's in the Champions League, of course, she goes away with them. It's yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. fantastic. No, definitely, definitely. And we'll touch on obviously the, the results over the weekend. A busy weekend as always, but we'll we'll get through the results individually in the SWPL one. We'll start with Glasgow Women one, Partick Thistle eight. Now two teams I would say that were badly in need of a victory, but Partick Thistle, I think, a massive boost of confidence for them going to Glasgow Women and winning eight one. Jordan McClintock with a hat trick, goals for likes of Rachel Donald Donaldson, Cara Henderson, uh, Cheryl McCullough. Really good performance for Partick Thistle, and I think a much-needed one because it's the first one of the season, and I think it's tough for like Glasgow women, for example. I think we all knew they were going to maybe they were going to struggle coming up to the top flight, and obviously the first day they lost to Rangers quite heavy. But as you say, they're they're not giving up. Is just like that's the big thing. I think we, that yeah, you might get some hard results, but as long as you're showing the kind of courage and fight to try and kind of limit the score, then. I think it takes great admiration. I think I'll, I'll, all the players deserve credit. But Partick Thistle, how big would how big a win would that be for them? Because obviously, getting that they've not had a bad start. They've had two draws, three defeats. They've not had a what would you say a terrible start. They've just not had a win in the board. But to get a win, to score eight goals, as you say, the goals kind of six different goal scorers as well. John McClintock getting a hat trick, really impressive performance. It was it was it was nine short of night and day with some of the performance that, that I've seen. Um, and, you know, the, the quality is always there, the passing, the moving, the way they held the ball up. The way they waited and the rest of them got up and come into play and then the ball was put in, it wasn't just like, you know, 
hit the ball, run, hit the ball, run. There was none of that. And that's not the kind of football you want to see. You want, as a spectator, you want to watch a game and say, do you know what? The scoreline was heavy, but the game was actually really, really good. You mm. know what I mean? There was good quality for both teams. Glasgow girls, um, yeah, we knew they would struggle a bit coming up. But in saying that, you know, I mean, they played some good football as well. Because in, in highlight shows and things like that, you don't actually get to see the full, full, game. full game, you know. Um, so you don't really appreciate the hard work that they put in. But I had a team contact me that were beat, shall we say, double figures in the ladies. And uh, they contacted me and I was speaking to them. And I said, look, I says, a scoreline like that isn't an end to something. A scoreline like that is a start. It's where you develop. That's where you start. You go through there and you say, can we make it 14 next week? Can we make it 12? Can we, you know, and by the end of the next year, you're winning two or three nothing. That's progress and that's the development in the game that has to happen. Unfortunately, when you get to that stage, you know, when you're like 16 or 15 or whatever, it's it's heavy on you, you know, but it will, it will affect the girls, Glasgow girls. But in saying that, I would say to them, you know, keep your head up, keep going, because we're watching the progress, not of a game, but watching the progress of a season. Do you know what I mean? So you're, you'll be judged at the end of your season by the progress you've made, and that could be. Your goalkeepers have made so many saves, or you know, you, you picked up so many goals along the way. Whatever it is, you picked up points at the end of the season or the end of the season, you picked up something which is where you go for you know, 8 1 next week, you try harder and you go again. Yeah, I think it's accurate. I think that's it's hard to disagree with that. I think as well, like Sapathic Thistle, they would have maybe, maybe the, the, wrong, the wrong kind of phrase, what I'm going to say, but they would have been expecting to win the game so. And a kind of way of looking at it as well as Partick Thistle, they've maybe went two or three nothing up and thought, right, we need goals in the board because it could all come down to goal difference with them. So Absolutely. they've saw that as a big opportunity. But again, I think both teams here, are, I've got a lot of respect for for that, obviously, with, with Glasgow women. They're coming up, they knew it was going to be tough and we all knew it was going to be tough. But the fact of, as you say, not giving in, scoring as well, getting that just getting that wee consolation, just a wee bit of pride as well. It just it does it will do world a good for confidence as well and just yeah. a bit of kinda because it's never easy obviously losing losing by yeah, high margins. But just any wee positives to take are always good. It's always the same when you get a team that's coming up they're always going to have it really tough to begin with because they have to learn with these other teams because they've been in a league for maybe two or three years where they know the other teams and they know how to play against them. So when they come up, these are all different teams. You do as much studying it as you like. But when it comes down to it, you've got, you know, new teams. You don't know how they're going to change things or play or whatever. Um, and yeah, it was a cracking goal, by the way, uh, the Glasgow girls goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, big result for Partick Thistle, and obviously we just hope Glasgow. It'd be good to see them getting some points on the board and just getting right. some. Yeah. I keep calling them Glasgow girls. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, but we'll move into Aberdeen now. Celtic three, Clarissa Larissi, Jacinta, and Lucy Clifford with the three goals for Celtic to continue their one hundred percent record. I've been really impressed with Celtic so far. I was worried with the loss at the. I, I keep keep saying it in this show. Celtic keep proving me wrong because I thought the, the goals they lost last year with Charlie Wellens, but this can out the likes of Larissa and Jacinta, they're still they're contributing and they're kind of they're consistent players who are who are contributing high doses as well. How impressed you've been with Celtic so far? Well, I mean, the thing is that you know, there, there is a, a case in as an example, sorry, there's an example, um, of someone who's been somewhere which is like nearly doing it or whatever. And getting beat, but then taking that and building on it. So they're building on it. So I go back and I look at that, you know, the company you were talking about, and, and 
and they're building on that, you know, so each one of those victories on the way up, whatever it is, three, two, whatever, doesn't really matter. It's the game at the end of the day, the points, the, the way they've played it, the press high, they, they always do, they press high, they keep pressure on the ball, they're willing to take that wee risk, they step up, and, you know, and their back line comes up quite high, and it joins in, so it feels like the whole lot of them are attacking you. And that's what it should be. That's good football. And yeah, Jacinta on fire. You know what I mean? But then you expect that because she's just legendary when it comes to football. You know, she's just one of these sort of Ronaldo types, if you like. But yeah. um, it's just when it's when the ball comes to her, it's the total control. Mm-hmm. It's like I know where it's going before I touch that ball. Mm-hmm. And when you watch her, it's very close. Everything she does is close contact. The ball comes to her. She's holding it. She's waiting. She's moving. And her movement in the box is superb. Mm-hmm. And Celtic obviously they'll rely on players like that but on the other side of that Aberdeen one point for six games obviously Celtic they're, they're not expected to go, to get a, a victory there but what have you made of their start so far? Are you kind of worried about how they've performed or would you expect maybe a, a bit more so far? No I think they're young I think you know having looking at them and that and, you know um, I think they've brought they've, they've got a good youth set up so what they're doing is incorporating that. So they're building on the experience they have with the girls they're bringing through, which is great. Um, I'm not I'm not particularly worried about them, but you know, um, wins will come. You know, they'll, they'll get to a stage where you know um, it's it's going to happen. When they least expect something, they're going to grab something big. You know what I mean? And it, you know, it could be it could be could be anybody. Could be one of the top two, top three. Um, they don't expect it. And I've seen them playing and they're very, very good. Excellent in defence. They do keep letting in goals, obviously. But um, some of them, as you say, going against Celtic, it's going to be a hard task all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, as I say, you're playing against quality, quality players. Not that the other teams aren't quality. However, the girls at Celtic just seem to be that wee step above them, you know, at the moment. And, and they'll know that themselves. But, you know, the thing is that they get the respect from teams like Celtic because they go out, it takes two teams to make a game. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, I, you know, if I was Aberdeen, I'd actually be going to be too worried at this stage. Yeah. And as, I, as you say, I think once they can have, they get a few runs, because I, I think they've played all three, I think they've played all the big three so far. So once they get a run against the likes of Hamilton, Partick Thistle, things like that, they maybe will pick up points in the board. I wouldn't be, I think they'll be desperate to get a win just for confidence, but It'll come. It'll come. come. I think it will come. Yeah. One of the games of the weekend, I watched this game, thoroughly enjoyed it. Dundee United 3, Hamilton 2. Hamilton were 2-1 up. And Dundee United just managed to to seal it in the last 30 minutes. Uh, Danny McGinley and Robin Smith scoring the two goals for Dundee United to give them the three points. Takes Dundee United to seven points with six games. Hamilton are sitting with six points with six games. Can a big result for Dundee United, but Hamilton will probably be kicking themselves at the end. Then they at least get something out of the game. I would, I would think they would be because you know, as you say, it was um, blood and guts. You know, what I mean, it was different to any from both sides, uh, formations. Um, you know, managers got it right, really good. Um, and again, another good advertisement for the game. The what you know, watching it, you're like, I'd, I'd go there, I'd watch that, and that's what it should be about. Do you know what I mean? Um, both ta- both teams really, really good. Um, Lucy Sinclair, obviously, for Harlem, is just stalwart. You know, she just motors away. Um, you've got, you know, there are so many different options out there. 
the, the could go in there, but I think that Gary does a really good job with the girls. Mm-hmm. I think he does. Um, actually, quite impressed with that, you know, performance. You know, two one up, then to go three two downs, difficult. But I don't think Gary will let it bother him. He'll be like, right, next week's the next week when they go on, and and it's the right attitude, you know. Um, Dundee United come back, fantastic goals. Those were fantastic goals. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt they are excellent. I've watched them before, and I've got some really good players in that squad. Uh, yeah. Chloe Clemenson as well, just mm-hmm. another one who's, you know, just cracking players that come up for the youth, and I'm now showing the youth what they can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you said, Danny McGinley, Rachel mm-hmm. Todd, they've, they've got so many good players in that team. And I, I, a lot of people thought with Dundee United to be able to handle the step up, I think they'll be fine. I think they've got a really solid team. And the fact they went 2-1 down and came back, it shows you they've got resilience and I think they're more than capable of uh, proving themselves well at this, at this level. I definitely agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. But Rangers, obviously, the, the Champions League match during the week against Benfica. Mm-hmm. I watched the game. I thought Benfica were a really good side. I thought Rangers... Gave gave a really good fight. But I thought Benfica were really really impressive. I thought they were just mm-hmm. a bit a bit better on the night, and I think it's a tough ask for Rangers to go to Portugal. Before we get into talk about Rangers game on Saturday, what was your thoughts in the game and Wednesday? Did you watch it? I didn't actually get to watch it. No. Right. Um, however, I've seen highlights and things like that. Um, I thought that yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm right. The other team were just slightly better on the day. Um, it's just you know a different type of football, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a learning curve for them. But I wouldn't write them off going out there. No, I wouldn't either. I, I wouldn't really either. wouldn't write them off because, no. you, you know, you get, I could sit here and bring the whole team and say any one of them can do something that's just unexpected. So I wouldn't be writing them off just yet. You know what I mean? Hopefully they go in and win. It'd be good. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't completely write them off. Um, I just, the thing that stuck out to me about Benfica, a few of the forward players, just the, the first touch was just, was unbelievable. It was actually breathtaking to watch. Mm-hmm. And they they seem to kind of just be kind of a bit silkier, I think. Aye. But I don't think I'm not going to get right Rangers off because I think they've got a terrific chance going over there, and I think they've maybe going away from home will maybe suit them. So, so. it'll be interesting. I was I was a bit surprised there wasn't more people at the Ibrox and Wednesday night. Actually, I don't think there was a big attendance as as I thought. But again, it's maybe just obviously kind of the time of the, the time of night. If it was a weekend, I think it'd be fit. I think you'd have got a lot more people there. But well, I was definitely. just surprised about how how can I I thought about a lot more than what there was at the, the game. But mm. a great advert obviously it'll be great for the the players as well to play at Ibrooks in a European game, their first Champions League occasion and a, a game like that they'll really enjoy it. But they came into the game against Murrow on Saturday Sunday, a four 0 routine it was a re- relatively routine victory. Armnet, Howick, Hay McCoy before the four goals. Rangers are just they're, they're relentless and it's that thing as well you think like a, a tough game like that on Wednesday there might have been a hangover but it was relatively simple it was just as routine as you can get it was it was really good to watch there's one one part of it I want to touch on um, offside or not offside let's go mm, I think it was offside I thought she was off sure. however however the ref was right because he didn't give it whether it was off or not he didn't blow the whistle for it. The Lionel, he put his flag up. Mm-hmm. But it's a goal because, you know what, you just you continue on, you can just play on. The goalkeeper was unlucky not to, you know, realise what was going on, eh? Um, which made the, the goal look probably one of the easiest ones that we scored. But, um, no, I thought that the Rangers passing was excellent. I thought the way that they took the wing on, crossed the ball in, 
perfect. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So many times it was a ball in, it was a ball down the wing, ball in, um, and again defensively they, they couldn't be touched. It was just brilliant. You know, yeah. it was a masterclass of performance. We the new signing was it? Is it Wolf? I think she looks really good. Yeah. I really, Why? I was really impressed with her. She just definitely. Our vision, our vision. She had a lot. She was picking a lot of passes out. Like I was sitting, taking back, going right. Okay, that's. I wouldn't even have seen that. Like, do you mm. know what I mean? Like, and just really impressive. I. The thing with this Rangers team is, well, you you look at Lazio and it kind kind of broken here. They've got so much depth, and mm-hmm. they're just what they're going to if they if they go far in Europe. Which if they beat Benfica, I think they will have a good chance of going forward in Europe, but. Mm-hmm. Are they going to handle that that rotation well? I think they will. I, I think, think they will. Yeah, absolutely. Think. Because you know they've, they've got a big squad, which is it's not just like a big squad with bench warmers. You've got a big squad of rotation of players. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not you know that's a horrible expression, bench warmers. But you know what I mean. People mm-hmm. that will only sit and wait on their chance. I don't mean that derogatory. Um, but you know you'll get that, um, and they've got a big squad, and they will have people that are on the bench. But the difference is those people on the bench will come on, like they'll get 20 minutes, whatever, and they're game changers. Mm-hmm. And you get that in football, you know, you just know when they're coming on, you're thinking, like, this is different. And, you know, and the tactics that goes in with that, I mean, you've got to praise the management, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just been outstanding this last couple of years. And the youth set up as well, it's fantastic. Because a lot of the girls that are, coming up and you know I'm getting a chance now at the first team and that and that's just something that's unbelievable you know yeah. um, and, and their girls teams yeah they don't win all games because you know that wouldn't be right because they've got to learn but um, no they're, they're, they're doing exceptionally well at the moment and it's it's funny, funny we touch on that because obviously if you are you maybe have seen the Rangers chairman the deputy chairman John Bennett's interview during the week where he was talking about the, women, the women's team and he, he said an interesting thing that stopped me all week he said when he went in, when they won the league, he said, "Use are pioneers," and I think that I I think that is actually I think that's a bang on what he said because that team coming from, obviously Glasgow City were so dominant and to break that dominance and now look as if they can go on that kind of dominant run as well. Mm-hmm. That team's so collective, and you see that with the they're all they're all together, they're all promoting the get tie books and things like that. They're, they're so in sync, and you see that in the part because they've just they, they're so well connected, and oh, the chemistry just looks brilliant in my opinion. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, if you go and watch them, or you watch them training, even you see that that, that chemistry isn't just a show in the day because a lot of teams can be a show in the day. And that's that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's when they come in for training. They go into the building for the minute they come in. That's it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They go away, and it's still the same. You can see that sort of camaraderie or, you know, sisterhood, if you like, because mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. You know, they're, they're just joining together so well and it's, they're gelling. That, that's what I'm looking for. They've gelled so well together and then even anybody coming in has to fit in there because mm-hmm. they're not going to change anything. It's got to fit into that plan and, you know, the, the one one system that they have. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another tremendous role for Rangers, obviously, keep that keep their position at the top of the league. Glasgow City, another team sitting at their Glasgow City have joined Celtic Rangers in 18 points as well. A 2-0 victory over Hearts, but obviously, before we get into the game, Clare Shine obviously announced their retirement due to our obviously kind of personal situation. We're wishing Clare apps all the best and just a remarkable person as well. Just obviously, we hope she rekindles her love. I don't know if she'll ever be back, come back playing, but she's obviously taking time out and we wish her all the best for that. But 
just talk about her impact as well in the game because you just see just how well she's she fitted into that Glasgow City team and they're parading around the park, they're clapping her going off in her final game. They they loved her and she loved them and that's absolutely fair to say. I think just talk about her kind of impact in that team and obviously how much she'll be missed in Scottish football. Well, this is going to be a huge loss to Scottish football, you know, and obviously everybody in Jack Simpson Media wish her well as well, you know, mm. um, because, there's, you know, it's it's difficult when you make a decision like that mm-hmm. and you're so public mm-hmm. because then obviously that just brings more attention to you and that's probably not what she's wanting. But, um, you know, we, we, we appreciate everything she's done. She's just fantastic, you know. Um, having been at the side of your pitch watching her and listening to the kids, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm going to be, happy. I'm going to be happy. What? I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be clear. You know what I mean? And, and that's who they want to be. So that's that's a role model. You know, um, still worked the game. Great player. She she brought her own. I mean, you knew when she was on the pitch. Mm-hmm. I think the other teams knew when she was on the pitch as well. She just seemed to bring them all together and gel them. So it's a bit of a worry that she's away. But I mean, you know, obviously, uh, we all wish her well. No, definitely, yeah, definitely. But just, I think, looking at it in a kind of personal point of view as well, I think what you know, you know, you know yourself. If you're not, if you're not in the right frame of mind, then there's no point pretending you are. And I think that's no, the stage she's got to. So, I think a mass, it's a massive kind of respect to her as well for making that decision because football was a, football was a life, and mm-hmm. obviously, to make that decision that you need to step away. I think it takes enormous credit, and I'm, just, as I say, we both agree we're wishing her all the very best. But she was there for a 2 0 victory, a, a solid display against Hearts. Uh, Clark and Davidson with the two goals, relatively routine again, not really much kind of in the way they've, they've been getting it done. They haven't been flashed Glasgow City so far this season, but they're still they're getting the results. And again, that's you'd rather the results than the performances in most cases. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the three points count. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's, it's one ten, but it doesn't matter. A goal goes in, that's the game one if you can hold on it, you know. Um, and that, that's actually good management. Mm-hmm. Managing the team like that and getting them to realise, look, we can still win, we can still be up the top, we're still elite if it's a 1-0 defeat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, sorry, a 1-0 win. Um, and then that way you can actually just, you know, see how they're doing it bit by bit. They're not flashing all over the place. You've still got the spells of brilliance. But as you say, they're not shining all over the place. Well, yeah, they don't need. No, they don't need to. They're getting the results as well, and this they've they've got that good chemistry as well. But final game we'll touch on in SWPL one Spartans two, Hibs two. All reports I've spoke to a few people that were a game. My draws are probably a fair result. I think Spartans scored directly from Hibs kick off as well. So very even result in my opinion. Spartans took the game with Hibs. Um... It was really, Hibs answered them, obviously, you know, and it was a good crowd there, and it was a good game. And, uh, yeah, there's a few, obviously, standout players from that, but, I mean, it was just end-to-end. It's one of those games where I was there, I enjoyed it, and, you know, you want to say that I wasn't there, actually, but you want to say that I was there, I enjoyed that game. And, you know, it, it gets people talking, gets kids talking, it's a great effort for football. It's a draw at the end of the day, nobody's upset, get away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Both teams can hold their head up because, you know, there was some performances of outstanding. I thought Yates was brilliant in goal for Spartans. Um, she was just really good. I thought um, Robin McCaffrey, again, I think she got their player of the match um, on their, I think it was on their Twitter page or something. Mm-hmm. But she, she's just, Robin's just brilliant to watch. Um, as I said, she knows since she was young, but 
you know, she developed on so much with the game and she can just sit there and, you know, control that, you know, um, just very, very good. But yeah, again, Habs, would you say that Habs, I mean, it's a road they're on, but at the same time, they're just firing. You know what I mean? Some of those, you know, moves they were making on the pitch, I'm like, you know, you're enjoying watching it. You know what I mean? And then, like, how did they do that? <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah, no, but a good weekend in SWPL1. Uh, we'll move into SWPL2. We'll start with not a lot of goals in this division over the weekend. It was quite a quite a, a kind of dull weekend, but obviously there was a big game between Gartcairn and St. Johnson. Gartcairn won, St. Johnson now. Gartcairn moved uh, leveling points to St. Johnson and ended their un- unbeaten run so far. Huge, hugely impressive result for Gartcairn and Dion Brown with the goal. She just does it time and time again for Gartcairn. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I haven't actually seen anything of that game, but um, heard reports and things like that. And yeah, I think it was a tight game. Mm-hmm. I do think it was a tight game. But, you know, as I said a minute ago, one goal equals a win, you know. And St. Johnson will be, will be happy with not winning that game, you know. And, and you know, because they're, they're like that. If you don't win a game, push yourself and push yourself till you get to the next one. You've got your, your captain, Hannah Clark, and St. Johnson, and she's just like that pushes herself all the time and pushes everybody else and brings them all along. And I think that's a great quality in a captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And a big result for Gartkey and obviously going leveling oh, points. I think these these two teams, I, I thought at the start of the season, these these two, Kilmarnock, I thought those three would be kind of going towards the top of the table. And Kilmarnock, I think, they'll, they'll maybe feel a missed opportunity. They, they had to a really late goal for Mary Jackson to get a point at home to Stirling Uni, who took the lead through McPhail. Mm-hmm. All reports that Sterling can uh st- once Sterling took the lead, Kilmarnock found it really hard to break them down right until the end. But I think Kilmarnock will feel that was two points dropped. I think they probably will, hi, to be honest with you. Um Sterling have just got that re- resilience, you know what I mean? And sometimes they get just turn a goal from nowhere, you know. But it's their defensive shape was just fantastic and it was hard to break down. Mm-hmm. Aye, absolutely. And Montrose, they obviously picked up the opportunity as well. A one that one away to Queen's Park. Erin Henderson with the goal. She's in loan for Spartans, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's a big result for Montrose as well because even though Gartcairn and St. Johnson are sitting top of the league, you want to keep keep the pressure on. You want to be close. And they're only two points away from the top of the league and they'll be certainly wanting to overtake the first chance they get. Yeah, Montrose are a team that are up and coming, shall we say. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done extremely well over that last year and they're doing well at the moment mm-hmm. and they're pushing and pushing and you know you want to see that you want competition you don't want a league of one team you, you want three or four pushing for that top trying to get past each other and that's what you've got that is what you've got Montrose are just on fire at the moment mm-hmm. yeah big result for Montrose as well final game in SWPL2 Burnham you're now East Fife now I've got to be honest I didn't think East, I didn't th- see East Fife getting their first point of the season here I don't know really much uh, much about can East Fife obviously you'll know a bit better than me what's your kind of thoughts on them coming up and how they've started um, they, they have a lot of potential and they've come up and I think I think they've had a wee bit of a lucky start if I'm honest with you um, but I would never rule them out because they are a quality side they've got a lot of great players in there mm-hmm. Um, and they will gel. They they are they've, they've been together. A lot of them have been together, you know, quite a few years, and it just clicks. And when it clicks for them, it'll just you know they'll start putting the goals in and things like that, you know. Um, and and they do have a lot of speed on the wings, and you know, 
I mean, I could sit and mention about half a dozen of the players that are just brilliant, you know, to watch, to watch a game with them. It's just, it's delightful. It really is. I've been to a lot of their games. Yeah. And uh, the football that they play is constantly brilliant. Um, of course, you've got Liz Anderson there as well playing. And and she's just a stalwart. She's, she's one of the legends of the game. And she just, it's like conducting an orchestra at times, you know what I mean? You see it and you think, that's fantastic. She's like, she notices something and she'll say, you know, move her, you know, go in there or whatever. Brilliant. She does brilliant on that. Um, aye, so no, I mean, it's, Burnham, you are a good team. They're a really good team, but I would, I was hoping that East Fife might have taken a couple of points. Yeah, I, obviously you'll know as well, but Burnham, you are, I think Burnham, you are a good side as well. I think they'll probably feel it was, it was two points dropped as well because I don't know how the game went, but I think, I would have fancied Boromir to win that game comfortably, especially after the start. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But I, as I say, I'm kind of hoping these five kind of pick up because they've came up, got Kieran Trozer hit the ground running. It'd be, I'd be keen to see how these five got on as well. But another, I mean, not a not a goal fest in SWPL two, but obviously still competitive action as well. We'll move into the SWF Championship. We'll just run through the results. Rossville now ran through five. Hutchivale 2, Air 5, Montro- uh, Morton 3, Drybra Athletic 3 and Inverness 2, Livingston 3. This was the opposite. This was very much a goal fest. I think there was an average of five goals a game over the four. So always a always a league that's entertaining for goals. Oh, definitely it is. I mean, it's like any of the, the leagues down to the S- SWPL, the, the, you always get goals <coughs> because they're constantly in to end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that the, the top teams are they? But it's more sort of played in longer patches. Some of them are a wee bit harder to play against than others. And, you know, there's all these different constraints, you know. And I think that they do fantastically. And it's a great league. It's a great league. But if you want to go and watch and see goals, go to the games there because you will get goals. Oh, yeah, definitely. And again, a game, game that stopped my, that kind of caught my eye before the, the weekend was Rossville versus Renfrew. Both in 12 points, both sat on top of the league. I thought this might be a tight contest, but... A very impressive performance from Renfrew. Five 0 away to Rossville. And that is if that's not a statement regarding can I making a bold statement in regards to the title, I think that's I don't know what is because as you say, Shireen McLeod with a double, really impressive display from Renfrew. And I think mm-hmm. it's a big bold statement. Definitely. I mean, um Renfrew doing that, you know, especially when losing two points was just like the result came in and, and we're looking at it going. What's that result? You know, it's one of them you're, you're expecting, you know, maybe a draw or maybe 2-0 two, two or 1-0. And they come in and I went, and I, of course, we're immediately going, we better find out what's happened. Something, something's <laughs> happened. It's just a good game. You know what I mean? Um, one team won more than the other ones, you know, and it's just, it's one of these things, you know. Um, you win some, you lose some, and that was just one that was won and lost. But um, I, I do feel for them, to be honest with you, 5-0 I didn't see it coming at all. I thought I thought that should be a tight game. I thought there'd be goals in it, but I didn't think it'd be five towards one side. But again, Renfrew, I think there's a lot to like about their their start so far. And I think as as you say, Shared McLeod scoring a double. Nicole yeah. Wilkie's been really impressive so far this season. They've got a lot of really good players. Mm-hmm. Livingston are uh, they made a statement as well. They went to Inverness, never an easy place to go. Picked up a big three two one that takes them to second. Massive win for for Livingston as well. They've been really impressive so far. They have actually. Um, they just seem to have that wee quality um, where it's it's like they'll learn from the mistake but learn quickly. Mm-hmm. And then they come on like that. That's just that's very impressive, that result, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Another team that picked up a big win was Air, 5 2 away to Hutchie Vale. Hannah Tyson with a hat trick and Claire Doherty with a double. Big result for Air gets them obviously on to six points for six games. They'll really be happy with that going to Hutchie and winning 5 2. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, especially hat trick, you don't know. It's, <laughs> it's one of these things, eh? Everybody wants to score the hat trick because you remember that game for all. Mm. Oh, um, I think I think it was a quality performance from Lockhill. Um and I think both teams did well. Yeah, I, th- I actually think you were one 0 down as well. So it shows you that yeah. you've kicked on and a really it's impressive been... result. And I think they will I obviously knowing air and knowing a lot of people at the club, I think they will get a wee run going and I, I don't think they'll maybe I think top three will maybe be out of out of sight, but I think they'll certainly be the best of the rest. I think they're a really good team. Morton three, Driver three, Alma Kedogoni with a double for Driver as well. All reports are very even game, but very end-to-end. Two teams probably evenly matched, and a draw was probably a fair result. I, I think so, yeah, definitely. For what I've heard, it was a really good game. Um, never ever underestimate the Driver, never. Because <laughs> you see the results coming in, and before they've come in, you're sitting there going, flip a coin. Because they can be really awesome. You know, it's a six-goal game. If I paid money to go and watch a six-goal game, I'd be delighted. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because um, that's what you go to watch, goals. And I know there would have been a lot of sort of spectators there because Triborough has really got a lot of people that travel as well. There's, you know, loads of home fans and that. And it's, it's a good community up there in Dundee. You know, and they did really, really well. Yeah, big result as well for Triborough. Getting getting a second point of board. They had a draw last week as well. One game in the SWF League One, Stenhouse Muir two, uh, 1-2-1 away to Grampy and Jude Connolly by a double. Jude Connolly, I think, is sitting in nine goals so far this season. She has had a very impressive start and another big one for Stenhouse Muir. Yeah, it's a huge one. Um, I watched the game and first 10-15, I didn't think there was anything to call between the two. Um, and, you know, the goals, all three goals were fantastic. Um, I enjoyed watching them the as you say about Jude Conley, um, she just seemed to boss her area. When the ball came in, it was her area. It was her ball. She turned them. She twisted. She took shots. It was great. That, that's what you want to see in a game. And, you know, nine goals is, is testament to how well she's doing. And yeah. Stenhouse Miller just surprising everybody, I think. And it's a big statement as well. See, when you're the only game of the weekend, obviously, with the cup that we'll touch on in a second, to get that win... And can I go to them? I'm just going to look on the table. They're sitting in fourth place and uh, only two points behind Falkirk as well. It's a big, it's because you can get to when you're the only you're the only game of the weekend, you just want to get that one in the board. And Grampian were obviously there or thereabouts as well. I think there were, I think there was only a point between them going into the game. Mm-hmm. To get that one just gives you a bit of kind of a bit of breathing space. And yeah. I think that certainly kicks you on for a good a good performance kind of in the next couple of weeks. But we'll touch on the, the cup games quickly just before we kind of wrap up the show. For the Championship and League One Cup, we'll just go through the results. Gaffnock 4, Airdrie 1, Edinburgh Caledonia 3, BSC 0, Glenifer 0, West Dyke 4 and FC Edinburgh 4, St Marin 0. What was your overall result out of there for? That caught your eye? St Marin. St Marin. Mm. I didn't expect that. I've been really impressed with FC Edinburgh so far. Mm. No, I have as well. Um Seems recently and really tight, really tight. I, I thought you know that they've just got something pushing an edge. Obviously not. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Lights are West Dyke as well. I mean they've been so impressive the 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 past few weeks as well. 
And it shows you as well with that, this this cup as well. It's really good for the women's game, this championship and League One Cup, because it gives them something else other than the league to, to focus on. And I'm really keen to see how this cup goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is going to be us for this week. I want to thank Tommy for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And please check out Jack's Media for all the kind of women's football results and updates as well. It's a, a really good service. You will enjoy it. Thank you very much for everyone that's tuned in. Please follow and subscribe to our YouTube podcast channels and follow us as always on social media for consistent women's football coverage. Thanks very much, everyone. See you soon. Cheers. Let go.